0: From 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design construction and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK, the three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days, very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. This is the Entree Architect Podcast, episode 91. Welcome back to the Entree Architect Podcast. My name is Mark Arlepage and this is the podcast dedicated to a successful life as a small firm architect. Whether you have plans to someday start your own firm, whether you're in the process of launching a startup or you might be an experienced small firm architect just trying to make a difference, this podcast is for you. My goal is to inspire you to build a better business so that you may pursue your purpose with passion and live the life of your dreams. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but the current article on the blog at entrearchitect.com is making quite an impact. It's called The Journey to Success Begins with You, and it's written by my friend Taylor Schaub. She's a fourth-year undergraduate architecture student at the Illinois Institute of Technology, and she's making a major impact by sharing what she knows and what she's learned over the past few years. If you haven't yet read that post, I suggest you do. And if you're listening to this episode sometime in the future, don't worry. I'll include a link on the show notes at entrearchitect.com slash episode 91. Just check it out there. Another guest post that has made a major impact on the Entree Architect community was written by architect and educator uh, Kevin Singh about a year ago. That post, The 21 Rules for a Successful Life in Architecture, is consistently one of the most visited articles on the site. Every week it is one of the most popular. Today, I invite Kevin to join us here on the Entree Architect podcast to expand his thoughts on that article and discuss his new ebook, Beginning Your Career in Architecture, inspired by that original post. This episode of the Entree Architect podcast is sponsored by ArcaSnapper. Learn more at EntreeArchitect.com slash ArcaSnapper. Kevin Singh, welcome to the Entree Architect podcast. Thanks for having me, Mark. Yeah, thanks for taking some time out of your your busy schedule. I know that you're probably uh, pretty crammed right now. Uh, You are a licensed architect based in Louisiana, but you're also an associate professor professor. Uh, of architecture at the School of Design at Louisiana Tech University. So you're a studio professor. So that's, uh, you're, you, and you're, you just finished telling me that you're uh, opening up tomorrow.
1: Yeah, classes start tomorrow at uh, Louisiana Tech. So just kind of busy doing the, the prep work for uh, fall quarter.
0: Yeah, so thanks for spending some time with us. You also served as a director of the Community Design Activism Center since joining the faculty there uh, in 2006 and you uh, teach community design professional practice which thank you very much somebody's out yep. there teaching <laughs> hope you're teaching some business in that and yep. uh and uh and you're also a fourth year studio professor so you're a busy man
1: yeah there's yeah you know, through the three quarters you know kind of uh, through the core of the years a lot of kind of different you know, projects and things to take on but it's it's exciting and it's it's challenging but uh it's great to work with the students and teach them kind of what I know and just different experiences.
0: Yeah, well, thanks for being there and teaching those uh, those young minds uh, about architecture. Um, some people might recognize your name, Kevin Singh, because back in August of 2014, you wrote a blog post at entreearchitect.com called the 21 Rules for a Successful Life in Architecture. And that is uh, a very popular post. It's uh, to this day, Every week is one of the most popular posts that come up on my stats. It pops up there every time, and so uh, it is. Uh, it's a very uh, popular subject. Uh, if anybody wants to find it, you can just go to entrearchitect.com/21rules. So the number twenty-one rules, and that'll send you right there, and you can read that article. Um, but since that time, since a year ago, you've developed the blog post into a new ebook. And that's what I wanted to have you come back and talk about a little bit, too. That'll be an interesting subject. But before we talk about that, uh, I'd like to to know a little bit more about you and your origin story, sort of where you uh, discovered architecture and when you decided to become an architect and and, uh, share a little bit about your journey from that point to where you are today.
1: Yeah, I guess thinking about kind of when I started thinking about architecture and, and building and everything, would probably have to go back to... Uh, childhood, just uh, growing up in Richmond, Indiana, and and at the end of our street, they were kind of uh, expanding the street and um, developing some new houses, and I just love to to go down there, um, you know, while the builders were working, after the builders were working, to kind of see the 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 houses, you know, taking shape and and so forth. And so, I've always been fascinated with uh, with building large machinery, and um, uh, and so that that kind of initial, I think, um, kind of exposure to that and kind of seeing that take shape. Um, turned into it's like, well, you know, thinking about the, the building trades or, or architecture, you know, specifically and, uh, and growing up in, in Indiana, uh, of course, you know, um, one of the really good schools there is, uh, is Ball State um, in, in Muncie, Indiana, and I had the opportunity during my between my junior and senior years to to go to a, a, a two week uh, high school program uh, there for kind of an intro to to architecture. And spending two weeks on campus so working with the, the faculty there uh, was just really exciting. And it really, you know, for some students, you know, it kind of pushed them away, understanding kind of you know, how challenging it could be. But for me, it kind of solidified my decision to go into the profession and then started at Ball State and kind of uh, made my way through uh, the program there. Um, I worked in, in Columbus, Ohio for for seven years for a few different firms there, from uh, firms ranging the size from seven people up to uh, 300 people. So... Uh, definitely small firm up to, to large firm, and during that process, uh, I got my license uh, five years out, and I always had thought uh, going through school, but then also, um, you know, after that, that I was going to have my own my own firm and and to kind of take that on, and as I as I went through that, I, I started realizing that maybe actually going into teaching might might provide a better avenue for what I'm trying to to do, and um, became fascinated with uh, the rural studio the end of my end of school. Uh, and also looking at kind of what they were doing, uh, practicing, and so in in Columbus, Ohio, um, we had uh, DK Ruth that came to to uh, an AIA Columbus uh, presentation, and um, I talked to him afterwards, and so I'm you know fascinated with the rural studio and uh, what you and C- uh, Samuel Mockby had uh, have have put together, and um, you know I'm interested in uh, possibly you know, you know studying and then going into teaching, and he he told me at that point that they were actually the next year they were starting a design build master's program um, that he was going to be heading up and it was going to be based in auburn and kind of focusing on some of the rural studio work but also um, integrated design and construction so it was uh, architecture and building science students combining to to work on projects and i was sold and uh, became a a student uh, there in the first class and uh, really learned a lot from 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 dk ruth and obviously had some opportunity to visit the rural studio and then I was able to get a one-year appointment at Louisiana Tech uh, initially that turned into a tenure-track position um, you know, following that. So that was in 2006. And right as I started, I was able to take on uh, being the director of the Community Design Activism Center. And uh, with, uh, we call it CDAC, uh, we work with uh, local um, nonprofit groups, but also um surrounding communities to do initial design and planning. And so for a lot of students, it's the initial work with a real client to uh, um, to kind of, you know, take the, the lessons learned in studio and other courses uh, beyond that and see how those those skills kind of relate and work in the real world. So for me, it's been really exciting, you know, taking on um, the CDAC project. So I've also done some design build projects with students. So I've always have, have had a hand in, um, I kind of consider myself kind of a, build, uh, a bridge between um, education and practice of uh, teaching the professional practice course, but also having these, uh, these design courses, uh, the CDAC course and, um, design builds, uh, to, to also kind of help to, to leverage that. Uh, and I also, um, uh, have a, um, sole proprietor of my own, uh, firm as, as well. So doing residential projects in uh, North Louisiana as well as to keep my mind fresh and you know, working on various projects too.
0: Well, that's great. The, and the, the twenty-one rules that that where did that come from? Because that that was inspired by the work you're doing at your school, correct?
1: Yeah, it, it, I started um, my second year at uh, Louisiana Tech. I, I started teaching professional practice sequence, and at the end of uh, the final class, instead of having a, a wrap-up exam or um, or or other kind of assignment to uh, do. I actually um, have a lecture titled it's uh, advice as you finish school and start to practice and so the professional practice class we have um, our program it's a four plus one so it's um, four-year bachelor of science in architectural um, you know, studies and then one-year master of architecture um, combined and so uh, my course there's two courses One's in the, the fourth year of um, architecture and then one is in the the graduate uh, uh, you know p- portion of that which i don't teach um, so students, when they're taking it, they're in their they're they're starting their final year in the, in the fourth year, so they have kind of two full years left. And so I, I had the lecture was you know, advice that you finish school and start to practice is thinking about okay you're you're about ready to wrap up school and then starting to think about you know what are the lessons learned. And so I basically put together a series of slides of kind of um, advice that I wish I had learned you know um, before I you know finished school. Um, or or had, you know, early on in my career, um, you know, for that um, as well. And so it's a series of slides and some of the explanations, and then that kind of turned into the 21 rules uh, that was actually included on your uh, blog there. And the reason I actually, you know, I'd, I'd seen some, uh, some guest blog posts um, on the site, and I wanted to get some feedback from the entrepreneur architect uh, uh, community. Of basically you know saying okay this is kind of what you know how I kind of see some things some advice but what, what other kind of critique or advice would you provide and so there were a lot of people that responded and so um, last fall I was able to take that and really kind of like you know you know here's kind of my thoughts but here's some other thoughts here so you know a- outside of class you know, go to the site take a look and uh, kind of review some of that stuff as, as well so a lot of good information and so following that with um, uh, you know, being picked up with the 21 rules there in, in August and um, sep- September 2014. Uh, Arc Daily picked it up and there were like 19,000 likes and it became the, the second uh, most, I guess, you know, read um, article on their, their site for 2014. You know, started thinking about, well, maybe there's some real value in this. and getting on, um, you know, statements or bullet points that we, I could start turning this into a narrative. So really describing what, what each of those points are and then the key thing I think in the, the book is the, the questions that follow it. So each little section is just a page or two, but then you have a series of three to five questions that kind of get you reflecting and thinking about um, making your plan or kind of addressing those specific statements. And so um, the ebook is, is just 43 pages long. You know, it's $4.99, so it's the price of a cup of coffee. Uh, but it's, you know, it's, it's just that advice that, you know, you, you could easily, easily read through it in, you know, you know two or three hours but it's really about thinking about having that in your back pocket, you know, going back and looking at some of those things, taking notes uh, regarding those questions uh, to really kind of um, start honing in on where, where do you wanna go and what do you wanna do in the profession and these, you know, kind of steps and uh, some advice to help you get there.
0: Who would you say is the, uh, the perfect audience for this book?
1: I, I would say it's um, students that are in their, their final, final year, um, probably up to five years in the profession. Um, obviously, I I'm a big uh, proponent of uh, of licensure. You know, I think we need more licensed architects in in, in this country, and so I, I push the students to kind of get on that IDP and licensure track um, early on. And so I, I kind of see those kind of the first you know three to five years. You know, hopefully you have that that license. But this is some other kind of advice along the way. You know, as part of it.
0: Yeah, it, it's the book is uh, is titled uh, Beginning Your Career in Architecture. Uh, Candid Advice for Emerging Professionals. It is on Amazon, so anybody can go to Amazon and search for it and find it there. We'll also have links to it at entrearchitect.com for this episode, so you can find a link there as well. Um, But let's let's get into some of the rules. Let's, um, maybe we can maybe uh, uh, go through maybe two or three of them and talk about them a little bit. uh, Sure. I want to take a quick break here to say thank you to ArcaSnapper for their support as a platform sponsor of Entrez Architect. As a platform sponsor, ArcaSnapper has provided funding and support for our overall mission to become an influential force in the profession of architecture. They recognize the need for small firms to build better businesses in order to be better architects. ArcaSnapper is a simple tool for creating and managing field reports. With ArcaSnapper, architects can draft reports on-site using their smartphone or tablet. ArcaSnapper is easy to use and saves tons of time. Grow your business instead of struggling with field reports. If you want to learn more about ArcaSnapper and get a free 30-day trial, visit entrearchitect.com slash ArcaSnapper. Yeah,
1: the first one I wanted to just to mention was... um, I guess kind of mentioned earlier is you know the first one's like getting started on your career path, and so I think um, for me and I think I think another kind of reason of, of writing the book is you know as as people um, kind of go go through life and you have decision points. So as you're finishing high school, um, you start thinking about well you know where do I want to go to college or technical school or do I want to start working going into the military or other options. You know, it's it's this point in life where it's you know it's you know this kind of fork in the road of kind of where is that next next step and and where to go. The same thing with um, with once you choose architecture, and you're on a you know five or six year path to get a professional degree. You basically are on that path for you know the five to six years, and you're just kind of trying to make it through, not necessarily thinking about kind of that next step. You you do want to get a job, but you know where where are you going to go um, beyond that? And so getting started in your career path is um, obviously with um, with the intern development program, you know, now you're eligible to start um, right after high school. Um, so if you can get a summer internship or, um, or if you sign up for IDP while in school, you could um, get some experience uh, getting being involved with AIS or Freedom by Design chapters uh, as well. Uh, there's also the Emerging Professionals Companion that the, the AIA uh, puts out there that you can do a, uh, different assignments in that and get IDP credit. And so instead of thinking about, I need to finish school, And then start IDP and then get on the licensure track, you know, getting started, you know, right away to kind of get some IDP experience, understand how that works, um, I think is is really important uh, to kind of like, you know, start kind of stacking that instead of trying to say I need to finish school, then I need to finish IDP, then I need to do my uh, take my license, you know, trying to trying to kind of compress that schedule getting down there. And so that first one is really about, you know, signing up for IDP. Um, it's it's a hundred dollars you know, while in school or within the first you know six months uh, after graduation. So finding that hundred dollars, you know, making that uh, investment in your um, in your career and then, you know, kind of, you know, taking that on and kind of finding some experience to uh, to log for IDP.
0: There's also that would also be the, the best time to do it, because while you're in school, you still have a, a strong network. You have a network of peers and you have a network of professors and you have the people that the professors know and so sure. to 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 sign up for idp while you're still in school not wait until you've graduated um, you can take advantage and leverage the the relationships that you have with the people uh, at your school so it, it's a perfect time to do that
1: definitely yeah
0: so um so what's number two
1: two um it just kind of just kind of highlighting three that. Yeah. um and these aren't necessarily
0: in order. These are just sort of sure. a, a, it's kind of give people a sense of what the book is and how it how it's uh, organized. What you can get out of it.
1: Sure. Uh, the the next one I want to go over is um, you must design your career and position. And uh, I, I think this this really kind of holds true for for me. It's you know I, I wanted to go into teaching, but I also wanted to kind of tr- um, to look at. Um, you know, community-based values, like you know, what as an architect and uh, professor, how we can improve you know, communities, and obviously um, students in my my CDAC class, you know, get that get the opportunity to kind of learn about that and experience that. And so, you know, I tell them that you know, I've it took me 32 years, uh, but I finally, or 32 years, you know, a of age um, to to get to the point where I found I had a position that I really love and enjoy. And so, I uh, people have to love what they do, love um, love the work they do, and uh, being an architect per se in one firm is not going to be the the ideal job, but you know you know constantly searching for you know the right uh, right path and right position for yourself. So um, this one looks at you know t- you know taking time to reflect on your experiences, um, you know the work of other people, and how can you kind of you know potentially network or or make plans to kind of get there. And so it's it's not going to be your first you know. Three to five years that you kind of you know fall in that dream position, um, but it's like you have to kind of constantly reflect and think about uh, those opportunities you know that that are out there, and then kind of t- you know start tailoring and thinking about your career in that that uh, fashion to kind of to get to where you be to to where you want to be to to make that happen.
0: And you may also be surprised to find the opportunities that come to you, even in the positions that you're you're not really excited about you know, that that you may take positions and you may find that, oh, this is not where I want to be, but it'll take you to the next step. It'll take you to the next place that, that you were meant to be.
1: Sure, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and one of the things I know you mentioned at the uh, the intro with uh, uh, to the podcast was uh, one of the, I guess, exciting things I started in my professional practice uh, class this last year was um, I call it a business plan poster. And so for the the first time, I actually, I used the, um, you know, I guess, I guess it was two years ago. AIA had the the business plan proposal you know contest, and so I think they had the five or six finalists. They had kind of a little bit of their uh, work or presentation on the, the site. So I kind of used that as kind of the intro, and so we set up. Um, I think there were eighteen by uh, twenty inch you know posters, thinking about okay, in let's say five to ten years, uh, looking at um, you know if you're going to you know, own your own firm or. Uh, be a partner in a firm. What is it going to be look like? How is it going to be organized? What's the type of work you're going to do? Um, you know, how do you kind of you know, create that and, and leverage that to make it work? And so it, in, in a poster format, being more kind of you know, graphically oriented, the students kind of thought through those series of, of questions and kind of uh, answers and laid that out. And then for the first time, we actually had you know, something in our professional practice class that was on display for the, the whole school to look at for a week in our gallery and they were like, wow, that's like really cool. I like, like thinking about that of you know, these big ideas, but it was a way to kind of project the students, you know, fourth year students into the profession of like, okay, this is my kind of goal or ideal position, you know, right now. Um, that's what I'm shooting for right now, but I'm starting to think about these kind of steps of how am I going to get there to, to make that work. And so, um, I didn't limit it to just traditional architecture firms. You know, some people were in uh, more into, um, uh, uh, digital design or fabrication and so there they, they might have had a, a digital fabricate fabrication um, you know uh, I guess kind of office that kind of put put things together much like uh, you know Zainer uh, does on projects and so it was exciting to see that and so I'm excited to kind of d- do that again this fall and see where they go and you know share some best examples from last year and kind of where that can go from there
0: yeah I love that idea i love that it, it could even be the beginning of their life plan you know that, that exactly something exactly. that I talk about often is to sort of create this life plan so you kind of have an idea of where you want to go you can build a structure and then sort of hang hang things on it to, to get to you get you to where you want to go. One of the sure. things, one of the things that, that I often r- recommend is to create a vision narrative so it's sort of the step before the, the plan itself is to kind of create mm-hmm. a, a, a narrative a, a sort of a fictional story about yourself in the future, what would your perfect day look like You know, five years from now? If everything mm-hmm. ended up where you wanted it to be and it was exactly uh, the life you wanted, you know, I, I say do it with no limits. You know, don't worry about money. Don't worry about reality. Just write your perfect day and create a, a, a story about that. And then that sort of inspires people to get to the next step and sort of create the the uh, the pieces of the business plan. By by going through that creative process, sort of inspires people to get to that next step.
1: Sure, and I think that would be a good thing to add to that assignment of of looking at that kind of initial you know narrative of that kind of the perfect day or what you're doing during that course of the day to think about those steps and how do you kind of frame that. Yeah, Uh, that's 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 good.
0: Yeah, that's very exciting. The, um, uh, I mean, you can as a student, actually, even as a professional it's it's up up to us to create our own future. It's not you know it's it's not really get on the train and see where it goes it's you right. want to, you want to kind of uh design and develop your own career path you want to to design the place that you want to be because some sometimes through the process you come up with a new idea that doesn't exist, but it's a very mm-hmm. good idea, and the only way those things happen are through this creative process and this planning process to get to that point. Um, and just because it's not, it's never been done before, doesn't mean that it's not a good idea. And so, uh, going through that exercise is really important. And, and, uh, I could tell you it's, it's exciting. It's, it's inspirational to go through that and see it written down and say, oh, that's where I could go. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's very cool. So, um, what's another one? What's another one of the, uh, the rules?
1: Yeah. Another one was, um, and it's actually the last one in the, the book is it's, uh, just simply define your own success. And I think as, as we go through, you know, through school and start, uh, starting the profession, you, 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 define success in, in different ways. Um, and it's, it's not, you know, the, the, amount of money you're, um, you know, taking home or the, the clients that you have, you know, what are those kind of goals and objectives? And so, I think that, you know, for, you know, as people are getting started out, you know, what are those kind of goals and those values that that you see as kind of, uh, I guess, paramount? And then kind of, you know, try to follow those and then you will be that successful, you know, architect or professional in our, in, in, in our field, uh, you know, for that. And so, um, you're looking at kind of how do you define success today and in the future. So, uh, in your first, you know, two or three years, you know, is that... Hey, I'm I'm on the path to get my license, and so in three years I want to be licensed, and then there's gonna be a whole lot of doors open that open up. So I'm gonna be successful in three years if I have my license, and then um, you know going beyond that. So what's what's the next step? And so I think that's important, you know, um, of of thinking about that. It's not of being, uh, you know, owning your own firm or you know being a partner in a firm. You know, to be you know I'm finally successful you know, for, for that. But it's like, what are those kind of incremental steps and, and, you know, to be a successful architect?
0: Yeah, that's so important. You know, the, the when I was when I was a young student, my whole dream was to just get out there and and uh, and and be rich and be famous. And, you know, right, right. You know the, the the things that that young minds think. But as you get older, uh, you know, and your life evolves, you realize that the things that that you thought were important are not so important. Um, sure. And it's interesting to that, that the definition of success sort of changes as your career changes. Um, but defining it is is very important to kind of de- define where you want to go and what you want to be, um, and set set those goals with deadlines and dates. That by this date, I'd like to, you know, be X Y Z. So those are some great ideas. Are there are there uh, any any other ideas or anything else you want to? Sure. well it was
1: it was kind of interesting um, I guess one other one I th- and I thought it was just kind of just a, a simple statement um, once this was I think on Arc daily I think I shared it and one of my former students you know commented on it that that she actually liked this one it was it was um, just simply fix something uh, and it's the idea like you know I said the world is full of problems choose one or two things and fix them yeah. and obviously we're not talking about you know you know, repairing like a you know hole in a wall or, or something like that, but it's like you know at, through going through edu- the education of a, an architect and like gaining all those skills, we have a um, an incredible uh, you know skill set to to problem solve and you know be visionaries and, and really think about those things. And so it's like you know, maybe it's not you know specifically architecturally related, but you know we could go out there and, and help you know different you know groups and communities. Um, but I just use, utilize those skills, those consent, the consensus building, and you just kind of, you know, multiple kind of uh, ways or kind of, you know, solutions to, to do that. And so I thought that was, you know, kind of interesting that, that she kind of picked up on that. I thought like, hey, that's, that's great. Like, you know, let's, instead, let's, let's move away from architecture for some point and kind of use these skills for, for something else to help out uh, other community groups or neighborhood groups, you know, as well.
0: Yeah, we, uh, architects are unique people. We have a very uh, unique way of thinking and that if we can take some of those skills and those talents and apply them to some of the, the problems that need to be fixed, uh, the world can certainly can benefit from that. Sure. So Kevin, I appreciate your time uh, for, for uh, sharing a little bit about your book. Again, the book is Beginning Your Career in Architecture. You can find it on Amazon uh, or go to the show notes at uh, entrearchitect.com and you can find a link there. Um, You also have a you're on twitter at kj singh it's s-i-n-g-h three so kj singh three um thank you for being here today kevin i appreciate your time and and your dedication to the profession
1: yeah well thank you thanks mark for having me on uh, the podcast
0: you're very welcome if you'd like to leave a review for this show on itunes please go to entrearchitect.com itunes or If you're in iTunes, just search for Entrepreneur Architect and you'll find us there. But even more important than that review is that you share this episode. Share this with everybody you know. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Twitter. Send it out to your friends by email. entrearchitect.com slash episode 91. Just spread the word. Share it with everybody you know. Complete show notes for this episode and a direct link to download if you wanted to listen to it right there on the website is uh, found at entrearchitect.com slash episode 91. If you're interested in learning more about ArcaSnapper, just visit entrearchitect.com slash ArcaSnapper. My name is Mark Lepage and I am an entrepreneur architect. I thank you very, very much for listening, and I will see you next week. Have a great week.